So I'm not in a good place, and I was about to say I'm not in a good mood, but moods are always relative, and uh, maybe that's not entirely accurate and all-encompassing to say always, but I'm just not in a good place right now, like just not in a good headspace, and it's Thursday today, I think, fucking Wednesday maybe, yeah, it's Wednesday. Uh, and I've, I've had like a very roller coaster week. It's Monday, Mon- this past Monday, like two days ago, was a long weekend. And um, before I continue, by the way, yeah, Laya's a little bit testy in the back seat right now. So I'm trying to like get home, not uh, panic too much, still drive, and just talk to you guys. So hopefully this all comes together, but I am just doing this one on the fly because sometimes just like poetry, like you just have to pay attention to the poetry that's happening. And I'll explain more, but this is, this is one of those situations. So it started on Monday this week. It's a long weekend. And, um, Eliya was actually out of the house, like she was with my parents uh, during the daytime, which does not happen very often anymore uh, with all this COVID stuff. Like she's home almost all the time. So I take care of her during the day, which the works. And, uh, you know, we split the evenings and uh, we still cook and uh, she cleans. Uh, we run Allegory and I'm working on my dropshipping site. I'm working on my personal branding stuff, including this podcast and all that kind of stuff. Like. It's, things are busy, so when Eliya was going to go out and go to my parents for the day, like six, eight hours, it was a big deal because both of us had like some time where we could focus on the work that we need to do, and I got home and, you know, I told myself, you know, have some guilt-free time, um, one of my favorite things in the world is brunch, as many of you I'm sure can relate, uh, and brunch at home is awesome too, so like, I made some eggs and like, quickly like put some food on a plate and like coffees and stuff I think it was chai whatever but we sat and um, I told myself not to feel bad about sitting for like half an hour and then I was going to jump on my computer do some stuff and then 20 minutes in I say okay you know what like this is very this feels very good like I maybe I needed this more than I thought so I gave myself an extra half an hour and then beyond that it was just sitting there and all of a sudden, it was like three hours since I'd gotten home. I had eaten into 50% of the home, you know, work time. And I just like melted onto the couch and on the floor. I think I fell asleep for like 10 or 15 minutes. Again, one of those things that like I was just trying to tell myself to not feel bad about and like, okay, like you just need some self care. Like I'm still working on improving my sleep routine but I'm not going to pretend that it's like down after two months I get up earlier in the mornings like six between six and seven sometimes I sleep until eight but I'm going to bed you know between 11 and 12 uh, sorry between 10 30 and 12 uh, which is an improvement because it used to be between like 1 and 4 a.m. 
so anyways, the point just being that, like, I also told myself that maybe I just needed that rest, and along with the sleep and the nap came more time on the couch, and then I realized it was, like, 2.30 p.m., and I, you know, we kind of allocated until about 4 p.m. or 4.30 when it's usually Eli's dinner time that, like, you know, that was the day. It was, like, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., and I'm looking at the clock at 2.45 and just feeling like absolute fucking garbage about myself after feeling so great and starting the, the day so well and feeling so good and, and by the way, telling myself to have some guilt-free R&R relaxation, like recovery sort of self-care time. And then I just felt worse and worse and worse because I just felt bad that I felt bad. I hated that I couldn't relax. I hated that I couldn't turn my brain off because even when I was relaxing, like, quote-unquote, on the couch, I could not stop thinking about, like, these ideas that I had for the podcast and ideas that I had for, like, TikTok videos and LinkedIn posts, and I, I wasn't writing them down because I was just trying to relax and just, like, be in the moment, and then, you know, when everything kind of, like, came to that head, you know, 2.45, I, I felt even worse because I couldn't turn my brain off and feel bad or feel okay about it, and Honestly, like, I just laid on the, the floor, like, I fell, and I just laid there, and Shaista had to come over and, like, talk me out of this state that I was in, and I can't even say that I just snapped out of it, but I just felt so, so shitty, and, and you know how, I don't know if you've, I mean, if you follow my story a little bit, I've said this before, but, like, I used to get really depressed, you know, like, a year ago, six months ago, whatever, like, I would get depressed and then I would be depressed because I was depressed. Like, I would get further and further down the hole because I wasn't resilient enough to just come out of it. And that definitely comes with just having, like, a certain standard for yourself where you can just achieve things. And No, I don't think that you can just achieve, like, this mental resiliency after, you know, one or two incidents or you know, one bout of depression that lasts you a month or whatever your time period may be. It's always relative, but, um, no, I don't think anybody can expect to just be resilient. I don't think there's a such thing as just being, becoming resilient. You have to build it, especially with resilience. But anyways, I had a high standard for myself that I should be able to do this. And that goes for a lot of things in my life. But when you have something that plagues your brain for like five to eight years, like it takes a different kind of toll on you. And, um, for me on Monday, being in a place where I felt like I was right back to where I was in some ways, uh, years ago and even months ago, it just like reinforced it. And I was listening to like a Jay Shetty podcast and I, I can't, I can't reference the exact guest and moment, but somebody was talking about resilience and um, the Alabama football team. Uh, and they are like very successful. They, you know, they're competing for a national championship almost every year. If they're not in it, they're competitive. And one of the things that was identified was the re removal of negative talk, negative thoughts from the players. And somebody came in and, and said, you know, you don't have to be positive and gung-ho all the time. Just remove the negativity. Just remove the negative thoughts because those things are 100 times more detrimental to your mindset than um, the positive thoughts are in a, in a positive way. And I didn't describe that very well, but, like, 
they're a hundred times more impactful than the positive thoughts. You have to have a hundred positive thoughts to have offset the one negative. That's how detrimental and damaging it can be to your mind. So, um, when I had one, you know, it was, it got, it got easier to, to manage one and two and three. But on that day, it was like a snowball effect that I'm sure you can expect and you, I don't need to describe to you. I was going down this hole and then I got disappointed that I was going down the hole and then it just got worse and that day started out so well and anyways today is Wednesday and why am I talking about this on Wednesday because I felt like I kind of came out of it a little bit on Tuesday morning uh, feeling a little bit better and you know acknowledging to myself that this is a process it's not it's not something that I fixed a month ago or three months ago because I've been having fantastic like two and a half months three months like I've been clean for you know almost three months now because not only did I decide that I was going to be but also I've just told myself like to change my perspective and I did and I've been able to like build on that momentum for almost three months now and feeling really good about things so maybe I just got to a place where I felt like, okay, well, I did it. Like, I, and I did write that. And those are the kinds of things I was writing in my journal. Like, because I was, because I'm focusing more on, like, manifestation types of practices where you focus on how you feel when you have what you want. It's not about think about how you want something. It's about think about how you feel when you already have it. That's how you become the person that you want to be. We attract what we are, not what we want. And I really have taken that seriously, trying to live my life and adapt to a perspective, an attitude, an outlook, and behaviors. Hey, don't eat that. Don't eat that. Don't eat your shoe. No, thank you. No, that's not for your mouth, okay? Thank you. Thank you. She put her shoe in her mouth. can't walk on the ground with that. Eliya, I'm sorry, but you cannot eat your shoe. Thank you. Thank you, honey. Okay. So, I, like I was saying, like trying to focus on and adapt to being that person. So I think I got to a point where I was starting to feel like I had already done it, like I had accomplished. And I maybe started to feel entitled to being like the person who already was resilient and I could handle anything. And I was mentally strong enough to handle similar adversity and you know, challenges that I had in the past. And it hit me hard, like, when I started to feel like I hadn't. Which brings us to Wednesday and today. And it happened again today. Um, and on a different level, because, like I was saying, yesterday, you know, I fought through that and, and came to terms with that. And you know, just kind of re-centered and focused on like, hey, you still have to work. Like, you have to put in work for this. You cannot, you cannot just think that you did it and it's over. It's like lifting 250 pounds and then coming back the next week or the next month and thinking that you could still lift 250 pounds. No, it's about, it's, it's maintenance. It's about getting better and stronger. And you still have to put in that work. Hi, honey. I'm trying to talk here play with this guy hi okay um 
So anyways, that was kind of my yesterday. And something really awesome happened yesterday. I got my first sale through my dropshipping site. And that's that was a win. And, you know, like we celebrated the launch of AllegoryChai.com over the weekend. Um, I was I took it as an opportunity to, you know, celebrate a win. And unfortunately, I saw it at like 11 p.m., like right before bed, which... I really shouldn't have been looking at my phone anyways, but it really helps me to like go to bed with a better, healthier mindset. At least that's what I told myself, So I was trying to see it that way. So, then Wednesday happened, and, and I don't even know how to explain to you, like, what was wrong, what is wrong today. It was a combination of things, and to be honest, I, I don't even know, like, if I, if it's everything that I even want to share. I feel ashamed to say that there's like great things that are happening for Shaista, but then there's pieces of it that play off my, play to my insecurities, and that really bothers me. And I am happy for her, I truly am. And I want to lift her up, and being in the company, being part of the business. That's a huge part of it because the, the story really is her story. Passion really is her passion. I'm kind of like the, the, I don't know how you say it, but like, I fill in the pieces on that main like foundation that is her. The brand really is her. So I have no issue with that at all. I am... I really enjoy it, to be honest with you, because it actually kind of allows me to focus on the things that I enjoy, which is like, you know, business development, content, creation and research, social media, and learning things like advertising. Okay, honey, we're going home, okay? We're almost home. We're almost home, okay, honey? We're almost home. So, that's not what that's about at all. Um, but I think what upsets me is that I get upset by this tiny little thing that plays to my insecurity. And, uh, I've learned how to handle it for the most part. But then sometimes days like today happen where there's just like a little poke, um, at it and it just does not go well. The other thing is like, Anyways, oh yeah, um, where the poetry, poetry part of this comes in is like last night I was watching part, I think, eight of uh, The Last Dance. I, uh, whenever I get a, a, the TV to myself and want to watch TV lately, I watch that. And one of the things that Michael Jordan, or somebody said about Michael Jordan when he had the, the food poisoning game in like game five against the, the, the Jazz in the 97 finals was... Uh, and it was, I think it was then, and it was, so that was, that's what the episode was about, but it was, this comment was also, I think it might have been just when he came back from baseball, and he got himself back into shape for the, the 95 season. Um, it was that Michael Jordan feels a responsibility to himself, to his family, to his fans, and to the organization to give it his best. Actually, I think it was him who said that, like, I have to give it my best. 
and then I was sitting here and I was upset about things and I felt like, well, here's another day where I'm not only am I pissed off because I'm not in a good headspace and once again, that perfect headspace to post stories and like throw content up on my Instagram like I've been wanting to all week. Um, so I'm fucking annoyed that I'm not in that position. But then I thought to myself like, well, here's the opportunity to like be real and, and share the story with people. And, you know, in future when I'm in a position where I'm, you know, sharing this entire story, this entire documented journey with everyone, would I want to say that I included everything or would I want to say that I left out the parts that I wasn't comfortable sharing as it being vulnerable, as in when I was feeling really shitty, as in right now? And I said, no, I thought to myself last night, I think I have the ability to be that kind of person, to have that kind of responsibility and to carry it because I have felt this in the past for one, but I've also said to myself, like, I wouldn't want it any other way. I wouldn't want to be the one who was, you know, waiting on others or relying on others. I always wanted to make my own way, my own path and to, to, you know, push, pushed over boundaries and, 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 um, I don't know how else to say exactly what I'm already trying to say, but I, I'm pretty sure you get the point by now. I want it to be me. And so when we talk about vulnerability, that's a huge part of it. And I have to say, like, I thought I had no problem being vulnerable, but as it turns out, your vulnerability, my vulnerability just looks different for me at different stages. And there's different times where I could be vulnerable about something as simple as like making a video on Instagram. And that was very difficult for me. But today that's easy for me because I attacked that vulnerability. But guess what? That doesn't mean I have no vulnerabilities and no insecurities and no fears. They're different now. And I can't just think once again, that just because I did it a few months ago, a few weeks ago, that I just have the ability to do it anytime I have to maintain it I have to keep working at it I have to stay focused on it and um, attack the next vulnerability and get stronger and get better every single day I take a cold shower every morning if I ever if I ever like cringe or like feel pain from it I say to myself stronger and better and that was inspired by forgive me for not knowing the name exactly but someone again I heard on a podcast I think it was with Tom Bilyeu but stronger better every day and it's constant and um as unfun as that is for me at times like this it's part of the story 